Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Awesome Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Adol Wilgelander. This is a place where we come together and talk about parenting issues. Let's just say I'm super passionate about parenting and want so badly to do a good job at it. I'm blessed with a very insightful mother who is a parenting expert. She's taught hundreds of mothers in Baltimore over the last 15 years, Mrs. Gitty Horowitz. We get together each week and hash out something that's on my mind or a conversation I've had with a friend or something that one of our listeners brought up. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And if there's someone that you know that you think would enjoy it, please send it their way. Let's do this together. This podcast is sponsored by the Intentional Jew Podcast Network. Check them out at intentionaljew.com. So, Ima, um, something that I'm thinking about discussing is now that Perm is behind us and Pesach is coming in the next, in the, in, in a few weeks, it seems to me that um, when you tell a Jewish mother that Pesach is coming, it's like, <gasps> always, always. And I mean, I couldn't say this a few years ago because you can't really talk if you're not in the, in the situation. But now I already made Pesach for a few years. So I already have, I can already have an opinion about it. I'm wondering if we can address the, <gasps> because my, my feeling is like this. I'm reading this book called Spare the Child. Spare the Child. And beginning of the book talks about positive association connected to our Jewish life. Um, where um, down the down the road, a child who had a positive association surrounding Shabbos, surrounding learning, um, will be uh, it, it, the the there's a much greater chance that they'll choose to stay with this path um, and make the choices that we would want our children to make. So that it's very so it's very important when we set up our home to set it up where. There's positivity surrounding Shabbos. There's positivity surrounding Yemim Tovim. Um, obviously, I'm not doing the book justice. I suggest that anyone reads it. It's a great book. I'm, I'm, I'm only through like just the first few chapters, and it's so, so interesting how it's, um, how it, it's mapped out like that. Anyway, so in general, we're looking to make Yamim Tovim, and right now particularly Pesach, into a positive, exciting um, yantif. And it, it seems to me that it can often become anything but. It's a stress. We have to clean. And when are we going to turn over? And 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 cooking in the... Uh, mainly the cleaning. Let's say even just the cleaning. Turning over the house has become a very big deal. That's so interesting that you say has become a very big deal. So let let's 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 kind of analyze that for a minute. Um, where where do you think that has come from? Why has it become a very big deal? What what is what is it that has changed? Um, and if I can answer a question with a question, which is I don't know if it's so fair, but did you always feel this way that Shabbos was? negative that Yamim Tovim were negative or was it something that you looked forward to just try to analyze for yourself where does it come from that you say it has become where did it come from that people are so 
stressed and anxious and where was that from and and did you always feel this way so personally not really I mean if I'm thinking back if we're going to stick with Pesach for a minute if I'm thinking back till Pesach we did clean our house for Pesach we were often with family at least in my younger years then later on we were we were having Pesach at home I don't remember it being stressful but that's probably why I don't, I don't have a negative association. Okay. And why now are you having this feeling and you're um, thinking and you're getting involved in this? It's becoming um, stressful. Where's that, where's that coming from? Where's that, where's that? um, Well, I don't necessarily feel it on my own, but I do, I Mm -hmm. I do see it among peers. Meaning I I do get a lot of questions of how are you going to do it? You know, um, are you going to, you're going to be okay to make Pesach? And I'm just thinking, why, why not? Why not? What do we actually have to do? But then that really brings me to a very technical aspect of the conversation. It's, I, I think that it's so important that we, um, uh, narrow it, narrow the Pesach prep down to what needs to be done, what needs to be done. Every page of every book doesn't have to be wiped down. There are certain areas of the house that need to be cleaned properly for food items, but it's mostly in the kitchen. I mean, in most people's houses, they're not whole food items stored away in, I don't know, the Monopoly box. Or it doesn't seem to me that that's our general way of life. So... It's important first to know what is chametz, like just to sit down for a few minutes and learn the actual halacha. What do we ha- What do I actually have to get rid of? And what it comes down to is most of the work is in your kitchen. Now, it's not a nothing job, but we, I mean, for sure as Jewish mothers, we do a lot of hard work throughout the year. It's not that much more than the average week. Um, so turning over and just learning what actually needs to be done as opposed to what we end up doing. So that's, that's for sure. Number one. Okay. So if I can just jump up, jump in for a second, I think you're saying all very important things and it's something that, that every young mother who's now making face up for the first time should think about, um, you know, getting a, a good shear on their ton, tons online or speak to her rav, but what actually needs to get done. Um, that's, that's number one. Um, but I, I just want to mention that, you know, I, I always smile when people, you know, start with how you're going to do it and there's so much work to do and it's so, you know, it's so difficult and, and the cleaning and the cooking and the preparing, it, it, it's all in the mindset. Um, and I always smile because when I think of Pesach, I think of having, I, and I always tell people this, I remember having um, fights in the um, sud fights, you know, soap sud fights in my kitchen until two, three o'clock in the morning with my brothers throwing sponges at each other as we were cleaning. To us, Pesach cleaning was just so much fun. Um, and, and, and we didn't have a big house and, and it was, it was, it was difficult um, when I look back at it, I, I, you know, it was difficult because there was no other place to eat. There was nothing else, you know, no other place to go. And there were a lot of little kids and just, my mother just made it fun. We were all part of the process and we all felt excited about it. 
and I really laugh when people talk about turning over because we not, we turned over after we cl- finished cleaning. Um, after Pidikas Chameitz, we finished the oven at two, three o'clock in the morning and that's when we kashered. And the next day when you couldn't have Chameitz anymore, that's when we started cooking for Pesach. And, um, and that's just the way it was. It just that I never heard of turning over a week before, you know, and Ab always says Pesach is eight days, not 15. Um, so we never did that. Now that I'm cooking by myself with a lot of people coming for Yantif, so, and they're only the two of us, so I'm able to, you know, cash in my kitchen and, and turn over earlier so that I have more time to cook. But with the little kids in the house, and then it's so nerve wracking that they're still eating at least kidneys and we're eating, we're doing Pesach cooking in the kitchen and and that that I think can be somewhat stressful but um so that's one of the things I think about is the the soap fights that we used to have in the kitchen and then I always think of Bobby also you know Bobby Abba's mother who used to say we make things so difficult for ourselves you know in the midbar they took their tent they shook it out and moved it somewhere else you know so we we, we have so much more nowadays so now we have so much more to worry about um the truth of the matter is so many people nowadays have consistent help throughout the year their houses are not full of chametz um and or you know or they clean themselves and and our houses are 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 are, are, are neater hopefully and, and maybe they aren't so full of chametz but it is very important as you said to to listen to 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 your rav to know exactly what it is that has to be done for pesach and and do what you need to do and then everything else is rebach um it's more important that your children should have a positive you have to keep halach, of course, but it's more than that, it's more important that your children have a positive um, um, connection and thoughts about Yantif and not this fear of, oh, Yantif is coming, mom is going to be out of, you know, all upset and it's going to be so stressful in our house. And and when it comes to meals, the same thing. It's It, it doesn't, you know, the cookbooks, there's so many cookbooks out for Pesach now. It's really, I, I don't want to, you know, take away their parasa, but it's really not that necessary. <laughs> um, the basics, people love the basics, you know, a good soup, a good piece of meat with some potatoes and a salad, and you're good to go. Um, and, and you could do all of that in one pot, you know, the, the, the roast and the potatoes together in the pot, cover it, turn it on and you're done, you know, and, and then, you know, put a salad together, which doesn't have to be fancy either. Um, it, it really doesn't, it, it's as, it's as stressful as you make it as many things in life, but this particularly, it, it's, it's gotten, it's gotten, you know, it's become a problem. And our magazines, I think, are a big part of it as well. Uh, there's so many articles about stress and about, how, you know, when are we turning over and, and, and what, and the, the recipes that we have to make and the tablescapes that we have to have and what does your Seder look like? And, you know, it, it that's not really what, what warms a child's heart and connects them with, with Yiddishkeit and with Yan Dovim. It's, it's, it's the excitement, you know, yeah, of course they're excited to get new clothes and that's really what's important and to make Yanta for the kids and, and that it should be exciting for them. They don't really care what your table looks like. Of course it should be beautiful where we, 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 we were released from slavery. We became, you know, Hashem's people. It should be beautiful. But the beautiful atmosphere is a lot more important. So right. I'm sorry I just took up a lot of your time, but right, that's, no, that's, that's I, I think that's I such a. I, I love that idea. Just um, you, it is what you make it. You know, you don't, you don't have, you're not a slave, 
which is the, a whole theme. You're not a slave to whatever dreamy look or, you know, idea, um, vision that you have for your, you know, the perfect Pesach meal or the, you know, but that also, I think also applies to the, it, it also applies to the, um, the excess of meaning. I don't want to take away from the, like people who want to keep halacha very strictly, but the reason why I was thinking that it's very important to know what it is, is because often if someone wants to, um, go a little bit extra or a lot of bit extra past the halacha line, it's going to, someone's going to pay the price. And when you're a mother of young children, I think it's important to keep that in mind that the people paying the price are usually going to be the kids. And what ends up coming out from that can possibly, very possibly be a negative association with the yantif, which is exactly what we're trying not to do in the chinuch. Right. And I think that um, that's why it's so important for a woman to have a Rav who knows her, who knows her family, knows her situation, and to ask. So many times I'll ask a Rav, why do women do this or they do that? They say, because they don't ask. If they would ask, I would tell them that that's not necessary or this is the way they should do it or they can have this type of help or whatever it is. There's a Rav that knows you is able to answer your Shilas more correctly, more for you, tailored for you, which is the beauty of, of asking a Shaila and having a Rav. A Selah Rav is a very, very important thing, especially when it comes, not especially, all the time, but when it comes to these types of things, it's, it's, it's so freeing that you ask and you're told and you, and you listen to that. It's for you. Maybe your friend asked the same Shaila and got a different answer. That's the right answer for her. But, but it's so, so important. And of course, we all want to keep halacha. We're not saying we don't want to keep halacha. We want to keep halacha. But making sure that our children have a, a, a beautiful memory of, of what preparing for Yantif was and shopping for Yantif and having Yantif, all of those things are, are very, very, very important. Um, you know, the, how a mother interacts with her child is what gives a child an emotional attachment to Yiddishkeit. And, and until we have that emotional attachment, the intellectual attachment, the learning attachment is not, is, is, is not the same. It can't be the same. That emotional attachment is so important. And that's what we're doing. And we want them to be emotionally attached in a positive way to Yantif and to Yiddishkeit. So, um, and the way we do that is by real, like, uh, by really actually enjoying it ourselves. It's like a hard thing to put on a show. <laughs> like to Right. 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 I remember uh, not to to put down anyone either, but when that first um the Pesach Blues song came out, I remember <laughs> one of my brothers saying like he had to like get rid of the the C D. He could not have that in his house or tape, whatever it was at the time. He did not want his children listening to it. Like what you know, even though it was a parody and it was funny. But he didn't want for a second his children to think that anyone really thought like that. You know? <laughs> um, the Pesach blues. It's not Pesach blues. It's Pesach excitement and fun. And We danced and, on the um, counter a few a few years. We with danced that, with on that. the counter. That's right. <laughs> with that, with song. that song, right? <laughs> okay. But I, I think, I hope that, you know, my children do have positive memories of cleaning and doing it together and, and um, you know, cooking together. And, and I it was never ever so fancy, but I, I think we have good memories of, of Pesach. And I think the, the Raya is that um, people like to come back 
and they like to make their own and it's, it's exciting for, for them and for their, hopefully for their children. Interesting that when it comes to, I, this might be a little bit of a side point, but when it comes to halacha, often um, we could fall into the, um, often we can fall into what feels like, what feels very strict, what feels like halacha and what is. So I know it's just a, a like a extra added point, but sometimes it, it doesn't feel right to let that, those crumbs go, even though those crumbs are from, you know, dust from, I don't know, projects, <laughs> whatever. It, it, not, they're not, have no relevance to food, um, but just what feels right. It feels like it's the house is more clean of chametz. You know, often you have that in general. I, I know Yom Kippur, you have this, you know, like every time I'm either in a pregnancy or, or nursing and the, and the, um, the Rav will say, you know, it's more important for your wife to fast than for you to go to shul. And like, that feels so wrong. Yom Kippur, you have to be in shul, but that's why you don't feel halacha. Like there's a, there's a reality. The reality is, is that fasting is more important than davening. So it doesn't right. feel holy. We don't feel like angels, but this is it. This is the reality that we don't, you know. I, I can to- hear Zadie's voice. It's not about how you feel. Right. It's about what the halacha is. And, um, and it's a halacha, it's mesora, it's what, it's what we do. And, and, and part of who we are is that we, we want to do what's right, not what feels good. Right. Um, that's, you know, and hopefully we get to a, 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 a madrega where what is right also feels good. Right. But um, for those, for those of us that are not there yet, um, we have to remember that it's it's not a it's not a feel it's not a feel good religion. It's about doing what's right. But when our children see that what we do what's right is what makes us feel good, then also that's the misora that we're giving over to them. Right. That it's it's um that they 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 want to they also want to do what's right, and that it's um something that you know and yantif is something we look forward to, and Shabbos as well. You know, a Friday afternoon in some homes is is a very very um, unpleasant place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, you know, we didn't always get it perfectly right. I can't say I never raised my voice, but our house was pretty calm going into Shabbos, even when we were rushing the last minute. It was pretty, pretty calm place. Right. right. Yeah, that's a good point. We can extend this. This conversation is inspired by Pesach coming, but we can extend this to any any situation where our our uh, um, our Jewish life can potentially become stressful, and then the question is how 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 can we control our how do we work our on our emotions so that it could be associated more positively? So like Arab Shabbos, like you're saying, so our weekly practice. It's, right. it's all a matter of making the right choice. You know, I can raise my voice now and scream at them and maybe get what I want, maybe get them to do what I want them to do. Or I can model what I want done and I can also model what it means to control myself and just tell them calmly what I would like and then move on. Um, you know, in parenting, we so much want our children to be now. We want them to be adults now. But, and, and we, we, we think that if we don't tell them what to do and 
tell them exactly what to do. They won't know how to do it. The truth of the matter is, as, as you said before, um, I don't know if it was on, if you've said in the past, I should say, um, that to a large degree, if we just let children grow up and they have good role models and they see goodness and they see good behavior and they see good midos, chances are that's what they're going to, to grow into. They, they, they're children now. So they, they don't have the maturity to want to be on time and to want to do things right on time, but they will, they'll, they'll grow up and they'll, they'll do what's right. You know, we don't have to correct everything. Something they're going to grow out of. We don't have to make sure they're doing it right now. So um, that's something to keep in mind. It's it, they're children. And we, the more we allow them to be children and grow into adults, the greater chance they will into more healthy, healthy adults. Again, if we model properly. Right. Um, okay. So, so what we're saying is, um, so, so just to wrap up, we're saying that in these, um, in these situations that um, could potentially bring out a stress or, uh, and, and some amount of negativity, um, it's important to um, remember that the thing that lasts is our attitude and our um, emotional be like well like how we uh, respond to these situations um, connects to the to the time itself to the Shabbos Yantif um, and I think just to add because you're saying because you you had mentioned you know if I'm going to scream I might get what I want right now but then what's that going to be in the long run um, I think a lot of this also has to do with um, a little bit of forethought a lot of bit of forethought. <laughs> I was going to say, or a lot. Like, right. to me, it's just, in the moment, it's hard to be like, you know, Shabbos is a deadline. It's, 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 it's like the ultimate deadline. There's no, there's no, um, okay, if, if not, I'll just, you know, for the procrastinator in us, I'll just do it. There's no doing it later. If it's not done, it's not done. And that does, that does naturally put a certain amount of tension but in the moment, it's hard to ask of myself not to, to be totally calm, cool, and collected when if, I, if this doesn't get done, it's not going to get done, and it needs to get done. So I think so I a think lot. That's the difference. Yeah. I think that's the difference between pressure and stress. There's a certain pressure, but without pressure, nothing gets done. Try to put water through a hose without pressure. It doesn't go, right? Pressure is a necessary We'll call it necessary evil in life. It's necessary in life to, to, to move forward pressure. But when it causes, when it comes to stress, that's when it becomes unhealthy. And that's when our midos are really, um, um, marginalized because we, we, we don't, we don't plan well, or we didn't take the time to plan. And, um, uh, then, then, then the pressure turns into stress and that's when things become, um, Right. I think, I think also d different people can handle different pressures. You know, some people can handle pressure in a, with more positivity and some not, but someone as a mother of younger children, um, even if you handle pressure, well, I think you have to be, you have to be a little bit more planned out to begin with, meaning that things, you don't set yourself up to do things right before Shabbos, you know? Don't set right, things planning. up. To, what, I know I did, different friends have done different things. I know one friend said, whatever is not done by one o'clock on Friday is not, it comes off the menu. So there's a debt. She makes her own deadline. And the, one o'clock is basically when the kids are all home on Friday. 
and then and then there's nothing else to be done. So what she says is she sets up her own her 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 own setup is that things are done up until a certain point and then they're not done anymore and that basically sets her up for success because she has no needs in the afternoon. Anyways, we could do the same thing with Pesach. That's right. You know, I can handle, it, it doesn't, let, let's say it's less of a deadline with time, but I can handle this amount of prep. I can handle this amount of cleaning. So I'm going to start at this point and I'm going to do this amount. Basically set it up in a way where it, it's, it, it could prevent us to become... For an organized person, what you're saying works very, very well. And a person who's not organized um, should make friends with someone who is, or maybe their husband is more organized, just to um, to help be helped, get help with in order to organize themselves. Because it, it's difficult for a person who doesn't do this naturally, doesn't come naturally to them, to be able to... Um, to plan out and and good planning is very necessary to reduce the stress in the in the long run. So, right. so that's um, just that's technical help. But and then the and the main the main thing to remember just to wrap up is that what we don't want we don't want this to be a negative experience, and that should be the thing that's on our minds the most. This should be positive. So, however, I'm going to you know like we always talk about include um, the kids in the prep or. Um, even just show that I'm having a good time, even if the, it's not the right time to include them. This is this is right. going to be amazing. And put on music, put on music. You know, like you said right. before, we said dance on the counters to the music. That was maybe negative, but um, you know, dancing on the counters and music in the background and fun and and they should get something new for Yantif, um, something even if it's something small. Yantif is something that they're looking forward to, and maybe you know, um, one thing that they choose from the cookbook that that you know, you can make for them. It doesn't have to be major, just something that they appreciate. Anyway, that was, that has been very helpful. Thank you. Thank you for your insight. And thank you for joining our discussion today. We hope you found it meaningful. If you have any specific questions or general topics you'd like us to discuss, send them our way. Awesomemomparenting at gmail.com. Your thoughts and feedback are so helpful to all of us.